Oh yeah, Sunday morning. Who's doing this for you? Nobody but us. Backdoor cover. It me, it Micah, it Brad. What's What's up? What's Gucci? Hello. No time for hype horns. It's content time, baby. Let's churn. Actually, I'm going to hit the hype horn just for fun. Here we go. Ready? Yeah, baby. We're back. A week of college football that that didn't seem great, but is now okay. There were some surprises yesterday. It's a good, I told you it was going to be a good Saturday. You're right. Uh, as always, we are Backdoor Cover. I am Micah. This is Brad. Hello. What a treat. We're bringing you a special Sunday episode. Nobody's doing this but us. We're going to talk college football to start, kind of give our thoughts on the weekend, and then we're going to do a quick look ahead to pro football specifically, any gambling or fantasy things that we see. As always, you should check out Mind of Micah, where this week I uh, did a special emergency episode of Jersey since Mike the Situation is out of prison. Mm. The sitch is free. Yeah. Make that high point. I just reached across and did that. That's the first time in show history. Yeah, the sitch is free. And uh, I did a little uh, special episode. More Mind of Micah content coming, including possibly the return of How Was Your Weekend with Boosh and Friends. That's the real America's right been there. waiting for that, and it is, it's about to come. That's on par with Mike the Jersey, whatever his name is, getting out the of prison. The situation getting out of prison. What did I call him? Mike the Jersey Shore? Yeah. That's pretty much what he is. Uh, check out the 365 Things Austin podcast. We've got great stuff there if you're interested in things about Austin. About weekend plans, or uh, we got an interview coming with uh, Chef Kelly Spear coming this week from Holy Roller Monday. Yeah, yeah, that one's gonna be good. It should be great. Uh, check out the Buttercut. I did not know this last time. I I asked you about the Buttercut, and yes. you were like, "We previewed Week One of of the PGA Tour season." I was like, "You're joking, right? That doesn't no, start for six for months." It actually started already. The Greenbrier. Why did they do this? The season just ended. We just had this discussion, Peter and I, on the podcast. There's not a real good explanation for it. Uh, I guess it's just always been a funky s- schedule. Like it's changed. Like this is a new schedule starting. So are they going to take time two. off? Like are they going to play like a month worth of tournaments and then there will be nothing till February? No, I they'll have tournaments for the most part. I mean there will be some time off, but for the most part they have tournaments throughout the fall, and then most of the big names just don't play in them. I just don't understand. It's a little bit odd, but check out the Buttercut, America's number six golf podcast. It's, Brad and it's Peter, kind of Irish an opportunity guy. for guys who are coming off of the AAA circuit, whatever, that have just got their PGA Tour card to make a name for themselves before like the big names come in. And so, like that's part of what's happening this week is like there's some kind of middle tier, really good professional players, and then there's a lot of the younger guys that have just made the tour. So, pretty good stuff. Okay, uh, let's get to some football. We'll start as always. Uh, by reminding you to place your wagers at mybookie.ag, the best place to gamble online. Use promo code BDC when you sign up. Uh, MyBookie is it's the tits. And we've got a lot of uh, crazy backdoor covers to talk about that happened yesterday. We should start with that. But always, mybookie.ag, it's, it's not too late. If you're listening to this Sunday, go to mybookie.ag, put in 100 bucks, put in 200 bucks, put in 1000 bucks. Use promo code BDC. They will double your deposit. You'll have twice as much money to play with. You'll have enjoyment all year long. Put That's in 50 right. bucks and put down $5 bets once a week. Like, the, it's a good time. It, it adds to your Sunday, Saturday experience. That's right. That's what's great about my bookie as opposed to having an actual bookie other than it being skeezy and the guy might break his, break your leg. Uh, you know, I know, I, have, I know people that have bookies. They have to make 500 bucks or lose $500 before they pay or get paid. 
at my bookie, you can place five dollar wagers all day. You it, it it's it's fantastic. You play parlays. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code BDC. Dip your toe in the water. Do it for us. We need this. Yes, let's go. Please if join us. If there's one way to support us. Go to MyBookie.ag and use promo code BDC. We'll talk about a couple backdoor covers or three before we get started uh, on some other stuff. Bama, uh, Bama easily. Uh, beat South Carolina yesterday, but South Carolina scored a touchdown with like six seconds left uh, to beat the cover. I think Bama was like, Bama won 47 to 23, but I think they were a 26-point favorite, and they ended up winning by 24 uh, because South Carolina scored a totally meaningless touchdown. Texas uh, actually covered yesterday in a pretty remarkable way. Rice scored a touchdown with under a minute left to destroy the line texas I've, I've whatever let's see do you know what the line was on i'm this trying game? to find them right now they're they're moved to the back of the mybookie.ag since it's already passed so i'm trying to dig uh, anyway texas was a big favorite over rice they stomped rice's nuts uh predictably but uh and they were covering uh texas won this game 48 13 texas was covering rice scores a touchdown with like 45 seconds left to uh beat to backdoor cover texas but then on the ensuing kickoff, Texas runs it back 97 yards for a touchdown and covers again. A roller coaster of gambling emotions in a 48-13 game. This is why you need to go to mybookie.ag and get in the action. If you if you didn't if you were a UT fan watching this game or a Rice fan, I know they're out there, shouts to intern Klein, you would have been asleep unless you had some money on the line. And if you had money on the line, this thing was a roller coaster. And then the other game that was amazing was Florida and Kentucky. Uh, the backdoor cover element of this is Florida is up by a point uh, with with uh, like 40 seconds to go. They break a big run on third down. Kentucky only has one timeout left. The game is over, basically. But uh, running back breaks us. I think it was 78-yard touchdown run. Scores with 33 seconds left. They kick the extra point. They go up eight. The line on this game was either seven or seven and a half all week long. And so they get a backdoor cover, which was stupid. If the guy would have taken a knee at the one-yard line, the game would have been over. Uh, instead, they go up eight, and they had to kick the ball off. It gave Kentucky a chance to go down, score a touchdown, kick, go go for two, and get send the game to overtime. They did not. Uh, and so Florida wins by wins by eight. It This also triggered the overwent hitting, which was crazy as well. I couldn't believe Ken, uh, Kentucky gave up 19 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we should talk about this uh, this game in general. So I wanted to mention that as it was a wild backdoor cover, um, but that's not the important thing. If you the Florida Kentucky game was the craziest game of the weekend or of the Saturday, I think because Kentucky was whipping them. Kentucky was they whipping ha- them. they were in control of that game all the way through until the fourth quarter. When what did it, did Franks get hurt or was he Frank, just oh, pulled? Oh, Franks got knocked the fuck out. Bro. Okay. Because I missed the hit. Because Brad, like te- Brad texted me and goes, damn, Kentucky is whipping that ass. That, yeah. Because I was all over Kentucky this week. That was like one of my big we. picks. We were both on it. Um, I was all over Kentucky. I don't think Florida is any good. I think Felipe Franks, Felipe Franks is terrible. Same. I think Kentucky. Now, we did Kentucky's say. Kentucky's been good I got, for a I got, couple years now. Yeah, I got some feedback. Uh, well, they were very good last year. They won 10 games. I got some feedback that I said they had their quarterback returning. The reason the line was so big is because they were playing a backup quarterback. Their quarterback got hurt either last week or the week before. Uh-huh. 
So, and, and several Kentucky fans got to me on that. So I apologize for sounding like a dummy, but Kentucky looked like the better team throughout this game. They were up 21, 10, uh, late in the third quarter. And I, Brad sent me a text. Like I can't, man, we were so right about Kentucky. We just stomped that ass. That was my mistake. And then you, did you leave? You get in the car or something? Cause you, yeah, you were I was away driving from the home. They were, they were up and I was driving home from my folks house. We had had like a pizza night or whatever, watching a bunch of college football. Yeah. Uh, as I was driving home, 19 points get put up on the board. We're yeah, they, like outscored, they outscored uh, Kentucky 19 to nothing in the third and fourth quarters following Felipe Franks. Uh, his leg went the wrong way. He's already out for the oh, season. That's it terrible. was This is one of those brutal injuries. They did not show a replay on ESPN. He kind of ran into a scrum, and his, his ankle... I mean, this was like a hard break. Like they, a compound fracture yeah. deal, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They immediately were like, Brian Greasy was called the game. He's like, yeah, I forget exactly what the injury was, but he's like, that's a compounded ankle injury. He's out for the season. Yeah. And they came out and put the air cast on. Like, it was it was nasty. Um, mm. But, I, all right, here we go. Gator Nation, come at me. Felipe Frank stinks. And they will be better with any anyone they Not have. Not to kick a man while he's down. Not to kick a man while he's down. But they looked better, and they obviously were they better. They looked better, and, and they should have made this change before because Felipe Franks is trash. Uh, he had all the talent in the world, but just was not leading them. He just wasn't able to put up points on the board. He wasn't able to maintain a consistent offense. And, well, and this new guy came in too. and seemed like he could, he was quite in control, which is really all they need. They've got so much five-star yeah, talent. Trask uh, came in. I think he played at Miami. I, somebody will is get, he a transfer? I believe so. Maybe we can find this out. Uh, I got I got the internet. I'm a little... power, Kyle Trask, if you Google him, we will find out. I think he transferred from somewhere else. Uh, but... I know we've spent a lot of time talking about a game, you know, between Kentucky and Florida, but this is this is a very big game in the SEC East. Uh, but I, I and Florida won the game, and I, I'm Florida goes to three and zero. They're still ranked number nine. I, I think this could be a scenario. If you watch this football game and you didn't see the final score, you can't say Florida is a top ten team. And then Brian Greasy said it after the game, but at the same time, I'm not a pollster. You can't drop a team who wins a road game in conference. Like you, you can't take a team out of the top 10 for winning a road game when they lose their quarterback and, and come back in a 19 point fourth quarter win or a comeback. Anyway, it, it was a, a really wild finish and, and a meaningful game in the sec East Kentucky is uh, let me just be clear though. Florida is not a contender. They're they're four touchdowns worse than Georgia. And, uh, We'll see what happens. It says there. this Trask guy was a high school kid prior to Florida, so no transfer. Okay. Well, I've been wrong before. Prior to Florida, helped team to an 11-3 and three record as a senior. Okay. From um, Texas. Oh, how about that? Yeah, how about the map? Mac Brown didn't find a way to miss him. You blew it. Uh, let's see. Let's go around uh, the rest of the nation. That, those were the games. That was, that was uh, the other that was the wildest game I, I thought last night. Uh, the other wild ass game actually was Iowa, Iowa state surpriser. Which, it was the college game day. Well, I mean, this game was supposed to start at, I, I mean, it started on time. It got delayed like six different times. Uh, I don't know what that sort of time of game is. I, I guess I can go to the box score. Iowa ends up winning this game 18 to 17. This is a fucking brutal nut crush for Iowa state. Brutal. I was did you see the end of the game? Iowa state is a, they they play great defense. They're getting the ball back with a, a little over a minute remaining. Right. Iowa punts, and an Iowa State blocker runs into the Iowa State return man, and the ball hits him in the back. 
and Iowa picks up the ball uh, as the game ends. I mean, putting the game away. It was a real nut crush, and uh, you can't can't help but feel bad for Iowa State and those people. Those games are always wild uh, in Ames, and crazy things do happen there. But six hours after the game started, Iowa Iowa won the game, eighteen to seventeen. They they only scored one touchdown in the game. It was in the fourth quarter. They scored. Three points, three points. It's another points, example of a, of a team that wins on the road and isn't very impressive. It was all special teams. Like they had their kicker is pretty much the star of the game. He put up twelve of their eighteen points. Yeah. So you've got a uh, you've got that one. The other big game. I don't know if it was a big game. USC loses at BYU in overtime. That was a shocker. No, it wasn't. I was all I was over surprised. BYU. USC stinks. They're not good. They're starting a freshman quarterback. They have a coach that's a dead man walking. He is in big trouble. Clay Holton is is absolutely dead now if he wasn't already. Although, I mean, I don't know if that's really true. We did I did post a tweet from Peter Thamel yesterday on uh Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram and uh where he said USC loses a BYU 30-27. Clay Helton lost his AD earlier this week. We talked about Lynn Swan getting fired. This is the latest step towards him losing a job. A new AD simply can't arrive there and think he's the guy to lead them to a national title. I totally agree. He is uh, not He's not the guy. And uh, I did like, we also posted Storm and Mormons, which is funny. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, it, Clay Helton, th- this team isn't good. I, it is outrageous that they were ranked after two weeks. Uh they went four and seven last year. They're starting as freshmen. They shouldn't beat BYU. Although, I mean, Pac-12 teams should beat the Mormons. You would but think. But shouts to the BYU Mormons. BYU is salty though. They're always playing people tough. They always they got that weird offense, which is real run heavy, and mm-hmm. something about that's just different. You're used to playing like these spread offenses and stuff, and they come in and just run the shit out of the ball. It's tough. Yeah, it's like playing army. Shouts to BYU. Uh, the the most impressive performance. Well, let's see. There are a couple other upsets. Arizona State beat Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State at home. I've had them in the bed shitter category. We'll get to them later. Michigan State. Yeah, mm. you can't lose that game at home. Uh, Maryland loses uh, against Temple, which is another game you can't lose. Maryland, who is the hottest fucking offense in the country, <laughs> scores seventeen points. Scores two points in the first half. And 17 overall loses at Temple. They put up like 78 or something versus a ranked Syracuse squad. And then this? Yeah, I think the most impressive performance of the whole week, though, is UCF. They defeated Stanford 45-27. Wait, before we move on from from Maryland, they scored two points in the first quarter and two points in the fourth. So that means two safeties in this game for them. Wow. That's a weird number. You take away the two safeties, and they only scored 13. 13. Yeah, that's... 13. So they only scored... They scored 13 points, points in the third in quarter. one quarter. Yeah. That's right. The, Interesting. That's embarrassing. Uh, UCF, though, 45-27 over Stanford. They led 28-7 uh, after one and 38-7 at halftime. UCF yeah. might be for real again. Yes, that's what I was about to say because I've, I had kind of downplayed them. I thought Stanford was good. I thought that USC was decent, and that's why that game was close. Uh, not so much. UCF came in and, and curb stomped. Yeah. Uh, 28 points in the first quarter. Let's get to the bed shitters of the week, and then we'll go through the rest of the ranked teams. Okay. Oh, I just hit the wrong button. Uh, there there are a lot of bed shitters this week. Okay. Uh, we talked about how there were no no matchups of ranked teams. Lots of ranked teams got beat this week. That's what I was going to say. And I, I think Florida State, certainly not ranked, 
but might be the embarrassing might be embarrassing. They that, lost that might be the most embarrassing loss. You mean? And truthfully, the most embarrassing thing that happened was Virginia storming the field. <laughs> Virginia against a one and two Florida State team. Uh, Virginia thirty one, Florida State twenty four. Uh, Fl- Virginia is the ranked team here too. Florida State's not good; they're bad. Well, I don't know how this is. Sp- uh, maybe Willie Taggart's a terrible coach. This so is, the deal is, this, though, is credit to Dan Register. This was always his take. This guy can't coach. So Virginia scored three points first quarter, seven the second, and put up twenty one in the fourth quarter to storm back and defeat Florida State. So like I could see where the emotion came from. They were getting whiffed the whole game. Uh, but they were ranked. You you can't storm the field. But putting up 21 in the fourth is something that can at least incite riotous behavior. So I can understand that. I should also make a correction. We talked about um, North Carolina and Wake Forest and saying it was a uh, a conference matchup. It's no longer a conference matchup. But that's neither here nor there because... A worthy note, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's... Uh, the other, other bed shitters of the week... I mean... I think you have to look at Kentucky. You can't lose that game at home. You can't give up that much in the fourth. Nineteen in the fourth, right? That's just too many. Too much points. to a backup Ex- quarterback. Especially, well, I mean, which it's turns out he's the better of the two. It seems, but yeah, it's fluky. But you can't. That just can't happen. That just can't happen. Um, yeah, I, I think that's those are your fair bed shares of the week. I, I'm mad at Penn State. I thought they would stomp Pittsburgh. They barely. They won seventeen they to ten. Out. Yeah, yeah, which I'm not happy about. And uh, I did bad on gambling this week. I'll be very honest. The thirteenth the ranked team in Penn State struggling with uh, a Pittsburgh unranked team. Pretty bad. Yeah. Maryland losing that Temple. That's bad, too. Um, that's the worst, I think. You think so? I mean, you can't come in. That just, game just doesn't mean as much, though. I mean, like, for Florida, Kentucky, that's Kentucky. That's an SEC win. You've got a chance to to make a run. You own one over Florida. If something were to happen to Georgia, Georgia is clearly in the driver's seat in that division. But uh, you know they have to play Alabama this year. So if you can get, if you can somehow upset Georgia and you can hang out there with without a, with only a loss or two or one conference loss, you w- you've got a chance. Anyway, uh, let's go through the top of this. Clemson okay. stomps the fuck out of Syracuse, forty-one six. Uh, Syracuse sort of played a little bit tough in the first half, but uh, they got outclassed in the second half, outscored uh, 24 to nothing in the second half. Uh, they And and uh, Clemson covered. Bama uh, stomped South Carolina's nuts, uh, excluding the, the late backdoor cover, but 47-23, Bama's good. That's at South Carolina. I mean, and this is no surprise. This is this is the classic Bama game. Is you, it uh, Muschamp a saving guy? You think he took his foot off the gas there at the end? I don't know. If I he, thought that he came from the Saban tree and over to Texas afterwards, but I could be wrong. I don't think so. Oh, but that, did I miss his his coaching tree lineage? I should say. Why don't you check that? I, okay. I don't think Muschamp is a saving guy, but I I may be wrong. Um, Georgia stomps the shit out of Arkansas State as they should, fifty five to nothing at home. I mean, come on. Schedule somebody else. LSU beat Northwestern State, which is another school in Louisiana, uh, 65-14. This game was relatively close. Northwestern State led after the first quarter, and it was uh, 24-14 at half. LSU led, and then they laid it on, scored 41 unanswered in in the fourth quarter, or in the second half. Oklahoma just embarrassed the fuck out of UCLA. We'll put uh, UCLA on the... And Chip Kelly, I don't think he's on the hot seat, but they are 0-3 and they look terrible. Uh, 48-14, Oklahoma stomped their nuts. Jalen Hurts, did you see the first drive of this game? 
Yeah. He had 99 yards rushing on the first drive. <laughs> He's had an incredible stat line again. Like, he, he busted out, like, a 50-yard run on the first play, and then he goes for, like, 49, and they... I mean, I've never seen anything like that. He is incredible. And do you see the crowd on this game, too? As yeah. predicted, I mean, this is like 90% Oklahoma fans. And if you're an Oklahoma fan, why wouldn't you go to this game? Yeah, it's like a, the most fun city to visit. Well, it's fun, and tickets couldn't have cost more than like $6. You it, mean it, tickets like, to the game? I mean, yeah. there's direct flights to L.A. from every city in the whole country. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oklahoma's in the middle of the country. You get on a plane from Oklahoma City, it's going to be direct. Like, you're probably, now you're probably spending more money on a hotel than you would, but if you're an Oklahoma fan, and tickets to every game are hundreds of dollars. Dinner probably costs more than the ticket well, to the UCLA game. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, I mean, you could, I mean, tickets, I'm sure tickets were, were available for 10 bucks or less. Nobody was in that building. Uh, but Oklahoma goes to the Rose Bowl, stomps UCLA as they should. Ohio State stomped the fuck out of Indiana at Indiana 5110. Uh, this is an impressive performance, I would say, though. Hey, quick side note Muschamp yeah. did come from uh, Saban's lineage. Oh. He uh, coached it on the LSU staff. Oh, uh, okay. 01. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Notre Dame. Number seven stomps New Mexico sixty six fourteen. I would say that these are the seven. These teams are are uh, tier one. Agreed. Auburn, you know Auburn didn't beat or Auburn may have the best win of any team in the country. The, that week one win against uh, Oregon. Oregon, yeah. But they they won. Uh, they don't look as good to me. They did beat Kent State fifty five sixteen. They're starting a true freshman quarterback, and and uh, unless. Unless you're that long-haired kid from Clemson, I just don't see that making you a legit. Bo Nix is his contender. name, right? Yeah, Bo all-timer Nicks. name for uh, an an Auburn quarterback. Though. It is great, but so Auburn's number eight. They they rolled easily. We talked about Florida uh, surviving against Kentucky. Uh, the number ten team had a bye week this week. I forget who that is. Doesn't really matter. Utah number eleven stomped Idaho State thirty-one nothing. Texas number twelve beat Rice. We're clearly like a, a tier below the. It's the worth championship noting caliber teams uh, at this point. UT, or I'm sorry, not UT. Uh, Utah is maintaining their position as like a nice dark horse candidate to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, early preseason pick. Yeah, Utah's doing what they need to do. Uh, Penn State barely got by Pittsburgh. I'd say that was a bit of a disappointment. Seventeen ten, but Pitt, Penn State moves to three and zero. They're still, you know, I think they're behind Ohio State, the highest ranked. Uh, or no, Michigan was the number ten team uh, for some reason and got, had the bye week. So you got three, three uh, Big Ten teams there in the top thirteen. Uh, number fifteen, Oregon stopped Montana. Texas A&M stopped Lamar. Uh, UCF number seventeen just crushes Stanford. Now Stanford lost to to USC last week and they've traditionally started a little slow, but this is a very impressive win for me. And uh, I if UCF I so deserves to be ranked in the top you know, top 12, I think. I think they should jump up on, on my ballot anyway. Arizona State beats Michigan State at at Sparty, 10-7, to 7, an ugly, ugly game. Uh, but Herm Edwards, the Herm the Herm firm is 3-0. and Sock master. Look, look for Arizona State to be ranked next week. Uh, we mentioned Iowa over Iowa State, 18-17. to 17, That's a nut crusher. Maryland uh, just lays a fucking egg. I mean, it's just embarrassing. Seventeen twenty. This is kind of in in line with their character, though. They beat Texas or somebody who put them. Well, on they the saw something that they, they lose. I saw something that they've lost six straight games as a ranked team. That's what I meant. Yeah, like they going finally back get to 20, into. They it. haven't been ranked since twenty thirteen. Every time they get ranked, they immediately lose. So, uh, Boise State. You want to talk dark horses? They stomp Portland State. Portland State's not a real team, but forty five <laughs> to ten. Boise's a dark horse, huh? 
uh, Boise's a team that's going to go undefeated, I, I would think. It, I mean, as long as they're playing Portland State. They've got they a real will. shot. They're ranked number 22 right now and, and probably moving up. Washington stomped out Hawaii. Hawaii had two two Pac-12 wins already. Um, but then it's now 52-20. Am I talking too loudly? Okay. All right. Uh, we talked BYU. The Mormons improved to 2-1 and one with wins over now. Tennessee on the road and USC. Uh, probably not ranked, but USC hopefully not ranked the rest of the season. I hate you. And Virginia, the number 25 team, beats Florida State and and uh, rushes the field. Right. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Hey, Virginia fans, you're my bed shitter of the week. Oh. Since you shit the bed. They should, won in their bed shit. Yeah, you should probably go buy a new mattress at Lisa Mattress at lisa.com slash bd. C. That's L E E S A dot com slash B D C. You know all about Lisa mattress by now. Brad and I both sleep on luxury uh, Lisa hybrid mattresses that include both spring and foam technology. These mattresses are shipped to your door for free. They're made in the USA. They're a company with heart. They donate one mattress for every ten they sell through through uh, to charity. There's more than thirty three thousand Americans so far that are now sleeping on Lisa mattresses that otherwise wouldn't have a mattress. This this is a great company. Get a Lisa mattress, lisa.com slash BDC. You get a discount when you go there. I believe it's 15% off just by using our promo code uh, BDC or just going to lisa.com slash BDC. You'll be automatically applied. Lisa.com slash BDC. All right. Anything else on college football before we move ahead to the pros? No, that was good. Okay. Nice little recap. Great. Thank you. Good week of Saturday football. Yeah, it turned out to be... Quite I mean, we sort of predicted that it would turn out to be pretty exciting, and it and it did. Um, before we get to the game today, let's start with some news. Apparently, Antonio Brown's accuser is going to meet with the NFL on Monday. Is fully cooperating in this deal, so who knows what the fuck that means? Of course, they're that's the, in their best interests to cooperate. Well, the NFL hasn't. I don't know if I would cooperate with the NFL ever. If you want money, you will. If you want them to contribute towards your, like, if the NFL, the NFL doesn't isn't going to pay this woman. No, a but if if they side with her and do any sort of suspensions or anything that it's going to be knowledge like across the country, then they go to civil court. People know that the NFL has suspended him. I think that bodes well for you in terms of making money in a civil court case. Huh. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, I see what you're saying. I don't think that that's. I mean, it doesn't necessarily I, I don't know. directly correlate, but I, don't I do know believe that it would help. Yeah, I don't it know if that's hurt. evidence that you're allowed to present. But they know. Everyone knows if Antonio not everybody Brown. knows though. If somebody is, you've got to get. I, 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 as someone who went to jury duty recently, yes, you're supposed to like. They ask if you know who this person is. Anyone in the whole world. There's who, a lot of people that don't follow pro football. I don't know who they are. They're psychos. Losers. My fiance knows who Antonio Brown is. Uh, one of the girls in her fa- her all girls fantasy league uh, dropped Antonio Brown after week one. Did you tell her to pick and him up? I was up? like, pick him up. <laughs> and apparently, you know, everybody else's husband and and boyfriend is running everyone else's fantasy league, so he got swooped up in like one minute. But uh, Antonio Brown is set to play. Shockingly, I don't, I don't know if he's some. I have him on my fantasy team. I'm very skeptical as to whether I'm going to start him or not. Uh, not out of any moral obligation, just because he plays for Bill Belichick, which is always no one. No one hates fantasy players more than Bill Belichick. And I mean, who knows? It's something tells me that if they get in the red zone, they're not going to throw the ball to Antonio Brown because Belichick doesn't want to answer questions about. Well, he's going to use him as a decoy. Performance. 
Yeah, he might. I don't know. I mean, that's the smarter play is if you everyone in the whole world thinks you're going to Antonio Brown, you throw it to whatever, Flash or whoever you want to. Uh, we should mention that Jonathan Abrams, the safety for the Raiders, who we we enjoyed very much during Hard Knocks, uh, is out for the season. Oh, no. And he was actually fined for the play that ended his season. So What did he do and what happened? Uh, he came across and hit somebody. I think he tore something. Ugh. He played the rest of the game, I think. He's a tough dude, but yeah. he's now out. He likes to hit. Um, Terrell Suggs returns to Baltimore this week. He says it'll be weird. Did you Do you know who... Terrell Suggs now plays for Brad. I guess it would be Miami. That's that's right. He is now a Miami Dolphin. I did not know that. How wait, wait, wait. Who he played for? Is that right? Did no, he plays for Arizona. Yeah, but he played Miami last week. I was like, what am I saying here? Yeah, yeah, yeah Arizona. Arizona. He's he's now a. a uh, I think he's been there for a year. This may not be the first year. Whatever. It's his first time back in Baltimore. T Suggs. Uh, and that, He's great in ballers, by the way. If you haven't seen it, I, I could, I can't get through ballers. I like The Rock. Yeah, the show is just too corny. Have you been watching Succession? No. People love Succession. I've heard great things. We tried too. to watch the first season, and I thought it was a comedy. Like it's just so overacted and over the top. What's like, it about? A media mogul or something? Yeah, and his family trying to take over after the the old man like gets sick. It's this is like a pure drama that's stupid. I mean, like, it's got some entourage kind of thing where there's... Yeah, everybody's rich and shit. Well, yeah, and powerful, and, like, a lot of, like, Ari Gold zingers. Yeah. Where they're they're just cursing people and calling them pussies and shit and doing blow. and Like, it, I mean, it's kind of fun, but... It's the rich lifestyle, but it's just a different story. Yeah, it, instead of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I, maybe the, the future seasons are better. The first season, for me, we watched the first four or five episodes, and I just can't do it anymore. But it seems to be the only thing people are talking about. Give us your succession takes. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. This is Suggs' first year with uh, Arizona. Oh, okay. Signed a one-year deal in March. Brad, you got the lines open on mybookie.ag. Let's run through some of these games. Okay. Uh, I think the biggest game, as we mentioned, there's 10 early games this week. Uh, the best of those matchups, Green Bay hosts Minnesota at noon. Uh, looking at the early games. Uh, Green Bay hosting Minnesota, 1 o'clock Eastern, of course. Um, it's a lot of games at 1, too. Pittsburgh hosts uh, Seattle in, in what may be a must-win for Pittsburgh. Tennessee Indy, not quite as important. Uh, Oakland and KC, oh, that's in that's in the late window. So, so the best game in the early window is probably Minnesota at Green Bay, two 1-1 one one teams. I think so. 1-0 teams. Texans at Jaguars, although there was an injury to the quarterback for the Jaguars, I think that's a pretty good game at the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a good game. You don't game. think so? You think Texans with them? They should, but yeah, they in should. the history of the Texans franchise, this is the kind of game they they shit the bed There on. are a couple of games that will help identify the pace of the season moving forward. Like It's hard to know if Tennessee's a pretender or whatever from week one. Like It'll be good to see them versus Indiana, Indianapolis yeah. with their if they can, line. That's true. If they can get that... Uh, uh, Baltimore we'll versus Arizona seriously. will be interesting because they whip the shit out of Miami. It'll just determine how bad Miami really is. Like it's hard to say if. Well, I mean that's not interesting. I think it's interesting to see if it, if uh if if Baltimore can kind of keep that pace with that really young receiving core oh, and yeah, early against Arizona. Yeah, which is also a shitty team, but I think it might be a step up for Miami. Unfortunately for Miami, Miami's in big big trouble today. <laughs> they they're only nineteen point dogs. God, that's a lot of points in an NFL game. I'm I'm tempted to bet on it on Miami. 
Really? Kind of. That's a lot of points, man. I mean, if we know anything about Bill Belichick, he is ruthless when it comes to running up the score. He will not hold back. They always struggle with Miami for no good reason. That's true, too. Although I think this Miami team is all-time bad. This this team's awful. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to Minnesota-Green Bay. What's the line on that one? Minnesota-Green Bay, Minnesota is plus two and a half. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. Over-under is 43. I think the over sounds pretty the most tasty ex- there. The most exciting stuff tonight is or today is the afternoon games. Yeah. The the at uh 4:05 Eastern you've got Kansas City at Oakland two which undefeated is, teams and also a rivalry game which it's also the last game perhaps in NFL history that'll be played on a baseball field because this is the last Oakland home game while well, they'll still have uh dirt on the infield cuz they'll move the dirt off once the baseball yeah, season Yeah, once baseball ends which huh. is they must be going on a so long. There's a little trivia question for you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess know. baseball season's winding down. They, I, I mean, the Angels aren't going. It's it's the A's. Oh, it's the A's. I think the, they I are not making. I don't know playoffs. shit about They're trash. Yeah. The Angels are not as well. Uh, Chicago, Denver. Those are two zero and one teams, but fairly important, especially for Chicago going to Denver. That's a tough schedule for Chicago, a team that a lot of people thought might be a contender, especially in the NFC. It's tough going to Denver. And then the 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 big game on the marquee at 325, 425, whatever time zone, you know, 25 after the, the hour in the late window, New Orleans at the Rams. Ooh, That's buddy. What's the line that you have there, Brad? Plus two for New Orleans. So the, the Rams and a half are over. two and a half point favorites. And check the weather in Los Angeles. That looks uh, like... Two point favorites, Los Angeles is. Okay. You're looking up the weather. You I'm said, looking at weather. I mean, I bet it, it's fucking perfect. It looked perfect yesterday. I heard Bill Simmons talking about it, and he's like, "Man, you're coming from New Orleans, and it's like 90 degrees here, and it's really going to be tough for them." And I'm like, "Do you know how fucking hot it is in New Orleans? Like, do you know how humid and terrible and like, all the time? Although they play in a dome, so I get it. But like, it, 90 degrees and zero humidity is not fucking painful. They're going to be fine. Yes, it's currently 68, high of 90 today. Whoa, which is uh pretty. So, but yeah, ninety degrees. Come on, get the fuck. In out Los of here. Angeles is is pleasant. High of ninety, with fifty one percent humidity. I don't know. I don't have a heat index, but that seems like nothing. But it ain't what it is here. That's but I'm sure it'll sure. be beautiful. So it'd be fun to watch. And uh, I love watching games in L.A. Uh, beautiful and city. So that that's your big one. The Sunday night game. This one's kind of lame. Philly at Atlanta. I'm interested in this one. Philly should win this game. Um, they're pretty heavy favorite, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, only one point. Only one point. Mm-hmm. I've read that over uh, the last few years, home dogs that lost in week one are like 18 and six against the spread. Yeah. So you might the, the if you're looking for a gambling angle here in my parlay part, you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're looking for a gambling angle, the um, you know there's there's some angles there. And I, I, you know, you you believe that people overreact after week one, which means the line may be a little bit, um, you know, exaggerated. So that's something to think about. I'm just curious. Wasn't it, um, wasn't it the Vikings that that kind of shut down the Falcons' offense in week one? I think they had put up like 12 points, something like that. I'm curious to see if the Falcons' offense is in trouble or if the Minnesota defense is really that good. And then I'm interested to see how Philly kind of plays against a, you know, middle tier team. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, let's run through our parlay parte. Okay. I've got my parlay pulled up here. Uh, as always on our Thursday episode or 
Tuesday or whenever we do an episode and talking NFL, Brad and I pick a parlay on mybookie.ag using promo code BDC where you can build out the craziest parlays any way you want them. Uh, each of us have to pick at least two games and then the rest of them are unlimited. Uh, and uh, the winner, whoever wins more money, wins the week. I won week one by like 16 cents. Uh, Brad and I both hit our parlays, so pay attention here. I My four-team parlay, I picked four teams this week because I've got Technically a only three. huge cock. Uh, I'm on the Texans' money line, the Chiefs' money line, the Patriots' money line, and I like the Saints in L.A. Uh, give me the, the Saints' money line at plus 110. That's a $10 bet to return 26. I've got Philly, which I got him at uh, minus two, although they're now minus one. I got the Bills minus one and a half. I got Chicago minus two and a half. Who are the Bills playing? The Bills oh, are the versus Giants. the Giants yeah. uh, at the Giants, I believe. And then the, I've got the Bears minus two and a half. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers uh, says three. Or minus three, I'm sorry. Uh, so that's uh, ten dollars to win one hundred and twenty three sixty four. Well, I, w- I was betting against the spread. You were betting money lines. I took money, and lines you took this all week. favorites for the most part. So there's your parlay parte. Get in there, mybookie.ag. Use promo code BDC. Hey, if you place a parlay at mybookie.ag using promo code BDC, take a screenshot of it, send it to us. Yeah, and uh, we'll send you a t-shirt. Yeah, or a hat, whatever you want from mybookie.ag. We got all sorts of swag. We got to start uh, getting more engagement on the uh, gambling side. This is a gambling podcast. Yeah, send it, send us your parlays for today. We will repost them on Backdoor Cover Podcast. Let's Instagram. do some betting. I think we need to get out of here, Brad. It's about that time. It's football uh, call, time. Call our hotline 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. If you listen to this, share this with a friend right now so somebody can listen uh, before the games. We'll be back on Monday to break down what happens in the NFL. But uh, please tell a friend and check out mybookie.ag. Use promo code BDC and, of course, lisa.com slash BDC. Got anything else, Brad? That's it, and that's all. All right. Till next time. Mm, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.